Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of From Darkness to Light where we take anything that sounds negative or if we are feeling down, we're going to turn that into a positive. We're going to bring you to the light because life is too short to just be feeling down, feeling negative. There's so much more that we can do with our life. So I'm very, very excited today to have a special guest. Uh, his name is William Wade. Uh, William uh, is going to share a little, about, little bit about his journey uh, where he is right now so just a little bit quick background I don't want to take any highlights from William but William uh, is someone who you know spent spending time in jail for about four years and during that time he, he kind of found himself found his purpose found his passion and after getting out from prison he uh, he started a business uh, making only $20 a month to now making over $40,000 a month and, and it's just under two years. And the reason why I want to bring William on here today with everything that's going on in this world with the quarantine, with, with the lockdown and people losing jobs, we all are in a very unique position where we feel like maybe for some of us more than any feel like everything that we work for has been taken away from us. But, you know, sometimes in life, it's just a life lessons for us, right? So that's why I want to have Willem here to share some of his journey on how he, you know, found that mindset, that, that drive to make him, you know, not only a leader in, in the community, but also in his family, leading by example as, as a dad to his kids, uh, showing what hard work is, you know, Willem is someone who walks the walk, so... So William, uh, we're glad to have you on here. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're most welcome, man. You're most welcome. So, uh, yeah. How about we get right to it? So, uh, I I brought you on here to to for you to share a little bit about your journey. You know, to help to help some individuals who who probably be maybe in a similar spot or you know trying to figure out what to do with their time right now. So, um. So let's start here. So William, uh, tell me a little bit about your background. Now I know you've been in prison for four years before starting your business. Can you share a little bit about your time on how you develop your mindset to, to have a positive mindset to be the successful person you are today? So a little bit about myself. Uh, again, my name is William Wade, as you ever introduced. And um, a string of wrong directions. Uh, wrong, uh, a string of wrong steps led me into the wrong, you know, wrong place. And I like to tell people that, people like to say that it's what I've done. People would say, if you look um, on my record or whatever, it'll tell you a lot of things that I've done. But actually what got me in prison was how I was thinking. And the reason that I know that is when I changed the way I was thinking, I started producing different results. And... I didn't know that I was thinking wrong. I didn't know at the time that I was, I was, I was thinking wrong. I was headed down the wrong road. I thought like a lot of other people think that you can get by or you can make it through and it won't happen to me. But um, it did happen, and I'm grateful for all the things that had happened. And during that time, I found out that I was more than I was giving myself. I was more than I was. I was. I was more than I was giving to the world. And. The reason I have to answer it that way because it's, it's, it's complex on how I ended up in the situation that I ended up in 
because if I just label it to one thing, say for instance, I was in for uh, writing bad checks or or or, or 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 drug dealing or or whatever it is, that's really not the symptom. That's really not why I was there. I was really there because I was thinking wrongly about what I was doing, and I didn't have a purpose. And so. A lot of times that people walk through the life without a purpose, they aimlessly living. It's not like like you don't have a direction. You're not going for one thing to uh, you're not you're not actually focused on one thing. You you're just doing whatever seems natural or whatever's around you to try to get ahead. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. So during your time, uh, and I want to kind of relate to you know people are staying at home right now, and some people are trying to figure out what they want to do with their life or where to go. So so tell me a little bit during your stay in there, like what of one of the first few triggers that you know that just popped out in mind. Said man, I don't want to do this. I want I want to be better. I want to be a better role model. Like tell me what. Tell me about uh, a little bit about that experience. Like, what was the light bulb while while you were staying there? Okay, so as I was saying, like, like I, as I get to a place, and everybody gonna get to that place of brokenness or darkness, and inside that darkness, you have that one glimmer of light. Mm-hmm. And so, when I was in a place that, that people had write you off, they say that you 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 discover the earth, maybe, or a lot of people don't even don't even consider you as a citizen. Um, I was in a place and I seen a light inside of me. I seen a light because what happened was one day that I was walking on the yard and I was passing the guy and he was looking sadder than I was. Because um, I, had, I had found um, a, a peace of mind through studying about God. I had found a peace of mind and I had started finding my purpose. And I started to get to know who I were, was by uh, studying the Word of God. And it got to let me know that I'm more than I was playing myself to. It got me to show me that I, that, that I am somebody. I was created for a purpose. So as I was getting into the Word of God, I was seeing people that were a little more uh, down on life than I was. Uh, we are in the same place. We may be going through similar, uh, uh, different situations, but we could connect because we was in the same place. And I walked by one guy one morning, and... Uh, uh, one morning, and uh, I said, uh, you know, this don't have to be the end of it, man. He could, uh, we could actually change our life. And he looked up and gave me a smile. And uh, that smile right there, that, that, that gave me my purpose. That one smile from somebody I didn't even know, and I probably couldn't even tell you what he looked like if I seen him again. That one smile changed my whole life because I realized that it wasn't how much money I was making. It wasn't that I had to be there to provide for my family. It was a stranger that I walked by and I could say hi to you can you can change your life and he smiled and then I realized that I could do what God wanted me to do, what I feel good doing anywhere. Anywhere. And so that's what started. That that's what changed my mindset. I started wanting to uplift people. I, I started wanting for people to see that, that that it was uh it was something better to do after the situation. Like that wasn't the end. My driving force was to show people that wasn't the end, and in that in, in, in that in, in that place, uh, so many people talk, so many people have dreams, and so they're kind of hard on you for your dreams because they hear it before. Oh, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this. So, wanting to make people 
believe they can change, it caused me to have to change. Because I wanted, I, not, not only did I want to just say it, but I wanted to show. Mm. I wanted to Oh, that right there, that's, that's what really made me find my purpose, is it, actually in someone else. It, it's actually making someone else feel better about the situation that they was in. So, so, so based on what you're saying is that we, we got to first want to be able to change ourselves first, right? Is that, is, that, is that what I'm hearing correctly? We, we must be able to accept that we have to change first before we can go out there and lead other people to change. Well, that is true. You do have to change yourself. But the thing about it is a lot of people don't know that they need changing. Mm. So a lot of but sometimes um, it takes certain situations as people would call it darkness. People would call it darkness. People would call it bleak. People would call it murky, leaky. Uh, a lot of different things that say. But <laughs> the thing is, you have the own. You have your own perception on life. Mm -hmm. God gave you one of the best choice. I mean, one of the best gifts in the world, and it was a choice. You can choose to look at your circumstance, good or bad. You can choose any circumstances that you're in. And before that, I didn't know that. But it took me to go to a dark place. So a lot of times, we as people, and I know it might sound crazy but to some people, but we run from our change because we don't want to see that dark place. Mm. But in that dark place, a lot of times is where the light shines. And a lot of times with all the other people shining light and you're not even paying attention, your true light, you get your 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 light is dimmed, and that's what was happening to me. Like I didn't know I had a light, even though I walked like I was. I mean, everything was confident. I was doing good. I was taking care of my family. That light did not hit. I knew about God. I I, I had I heard about him. I went to church as I was younger, but I didn't have that relationship. And so, as you continue to, what I continue to do is. I felt that I, I could continue to get a relationship, and I I didn't know I didn't know I needed a change. So if you walk up to somebody right here today and you say, "Hey man, you know what? You need to change your, you need to change your life the way you're living." You say, "How do you think they're gonna take that?" <laughs> so a lot of times it's through the darkness that uh that that we have to find out we need to change. Mm -hmm. And that's the, like the same situation we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a lot of people would look at this as a dark situation. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm in I'm in Tennessee, so I've heard of stories of people through the tornado. They lost their job, their car, and their house. You know what I'm saying? And so I can't. I, I couldn't even speak on that. Yeah. But that's a whole start all the way over. Yeah. But what I do know is the principle of life is that during dark times, you can still find a light. So. So what are some, uh, a few ideas that people could start doing now to, you know, to, to get that first step forward to finding the light, to starting making that change or even realize they need to make some change? What, what you know, one or two advice you would say, you know, what, what action should they take right now? I would say in this time, um, I could, I, 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 um, I connect this time of a quarantine to incarceration a little bit. But the only thing is I have more resources. Mm -hmm. I have access to a phone. I have access to the internet. I have uh, 
there I, I only had a 15 minute call and it was about three dollars a call and you know that you, you can't people don't have money like that because they're living with life but now I have access to internet. I have access to, uh, as I said, cell phones and uh, books and, and so many things that I can I can change my life with. So what I think would be the first start is to 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 just do something like like quit wishing. I have a saying that I say, name is Wade. So I have a saying that I say wishing ain't doing enough. And the reason that I say wishing ain't doing enough is because a lot of people want to wish that they like. They wish that I could have this life. Wish is not going to, it's not going to do it. Wishing ain't doing enough. You could, you, you have to actually change it. And why, well, where I felt that, that I went, that I, it was a blessing for me, was going to prison. It was a blessing. Like I tell anybody, that was the best thing that happened to me. And that's not saying that my kids, um, it's not a beautiful joy to have. Like that was the best thing that happened. It's a lot of best things that happened. But when I say that, um, in the loosely word speaking, that changed my life. Like that, 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 that position of darkness, mm-hmm. where everyone would say that he's not coming back. Uh, look at what he's done. He, he's in there again, or whatever people would say. That didn't bother me. This only thing is, you got to keep going, man. You got to dig inside yourself. It's something that everybody has as a pa- everybody has a passion. Yeah, and. Reason that that I say everybody has a passion is my passion came from me wanting to be a father, mm. and so I say you ask me what do um, do um, what do what do what, what, what should people do now? I think people should look around, take the time to look around and seeing what they passionate about. Why do you love your children so much? Why? Keep asking yourself why. Ask yourself why over five or six times. Why do why do I love my children? Is it because I want to provide? Why do I want to provide? Is it because that my mom didn't have what 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 I, what, 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 what I want to give my kids? So then you have a feeling of significance. You have to find your why. And my why is my children. I want to make their life better. And so to make their life better, I had to get my life better. And then it came from helping other people to get their life better. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, you just reap what you sow. Yeah. No, you're right, man. You know, I've always said, and I'm sure you heard me say this before, your your why is, is your fuel, your driving force. And you got you got to find your why because that's what's going to drive you. You know, it's amazing on how, you know, you, you mentioned that we have more resources right now. Like we have cell phones. We have, uh, even though we are confined in a house, we still have more uh, rooms that we can change the scene because if I'm not mistaken I know you mentioned you just had a toilet that you had to share in one room uh, when you were in prison didn't you <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah man <laughs> uh, I can laugh about it now uh, we used to, uh, I mean I can laugh about it now but seriously like it was one toilet in the sink and we two people on a bunk bed right yeah. there and, and, yeah. and one there and so right now honestly uh, me being quarantined to a house is not is not that bad. Like I'm starting to see more love in the world. Like me and my neighbors were out together at the mm-hmm. same time. We could have spoke, but we didn't. Yeah. But if we come out again, I'm gonna say hi. Yeah. He was outside working in his backyard. I'm outside outside working in my backyard. I go around the corner. I see uh, a family, uh, a mother and a father teaching their they, they daughter how to ride a bicycle. Now these things could have been these things. It's been happening 
because I know that it just didn't start happening, but I'm looking at things the world different. It's just time for me to slow down, and and I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. See, you have to be thankful in all things. One of the greatest lessons that I learned, one of the greatest lessons that I learned, and I'm glad that it came out right here, because it was to be thankful in all things, the good and the bad. Yep. And so what what I did was a lot of people looked at me crazy because I said I was thankful for being in the place that I am. So I'm thankful for being quarantined right now. I'm thankful for everything that happened to me in my life, good or bad. Because, see, the thing, once you open up that, that, that thanksgiving in your heart and you could be thankful for the bad situations, you can learn from it. But as long as you have animosity towards the bad situations, then it's not going to give you that learning that you need so you can grow. Yeah. So there's so many people in, 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 in bad situations right now, um, and they, oh, man, this, uh, I, I don't like this, or, man, this is this, and the world is this. And But if you just be thankful for you being able to sit home with your family, just for right now, like, are you sitting home, if you don't have family, just thankful for that you can sit home and get a peace of mind. You don't have to, <laughs> to, to, to keep going and going and going. Yep. You just have to find something to be thankful for. And then it could keep going. Like, 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 it, it, other things will open up. Yeah. Other things will open up. This is this is also a good time. Uh, you know, you hit on if you if you don't have a family and your own, and I think this is a good time to one focus on yourself, figure out what you want to do, and maybe second is try to get to know your family, try to reconnect with your family, and and see if there's new relationship that can be built, right? And and family does not have to be blood it could be you know like you mentioned it could be creating a new uh environment with your neighbors or you know maybe getting to know a little bit about your co-workers or maybe your team members there's so many different ways that we could would could use this time to build a new relationship and and i like what you said is being thankful though being grateful for what we have um because there's so much more that we could do So that that was really powerful for me. So uh so I want to move on a little bit here William. Uh I want to talk about your journey. I know I know you mentioned that when you started your business you were making about $20 a month and obviously now you're making about 40,000 a month. So if someone who has very little money uh or resources, let's say they want to start a new business now, we all know you're not going to get rich in a day. Can you walk us through that journey, you know, how how you went from $20 to building the the 40,000 a month that you're in right now? So, the $20 a month was uh the wage that you make in in, in incarceration. Mm -hmm. You make like maybe 24 cents, 24 cents an hour or 17 cents an hour, I can't remember right now. But uh my pay was $20 a month. And $20 they took half because of my fees. And then I sent two dollars away to the books that I was getting because I was into the word real big, and so I was I was spending I sent two dollars away, so I had eight dollars left. And with those eight dollars, I had watched something in a class that I was in about uh, financial freedom, and I like finances because I like money. So uh, I mean, I like numbers, not money. I like numbers. So numbers is my thing. So when I was seeing it, they said get you a thousand dollars emergency fund first. So I was still only having eight dollars, and I had set a goal to get a thousand dollars now i didn't know how i was going to do it but i knew that i wanted to make a thousand dollars emergency fund because i heard this guy say hey your life would be different if you have a thousand dollars just set to the side i said okay i don't know when i'm coming home or whatever but i want to have a thousand dollars set to the side that i don't need 
And so I, uh, my mind got to working and I started learning the system. And, and, and I realized that you could invest the money that you was getting paid into food because everybody wanted food. I mean, mm-hmm. the food is not the best, so you can buy the food. So I bought me, uh, like I said, I had $8. I bought me uh, 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 some deodorant, you know, and some soap. And then I bought me a pack of cookies because, you know, people like sweets. And I bought me something else. I can't remember what it was, but it was two things that I bought. And my goal was to use those $4 to get my $1,000. So mm. I give somebody one, they bring me two back. So, okay, if I give you something that costs a dollar fifty, when you get it, you give me my $3 back. Mm-hmm. And so you're taking a chance because you don't know people, mm-hmm. but it's business. It's all about uh, supply and demand. So if you run through your your commissary, as we call it, if you run through your food, you need some extra. If I don't eat it, I have it, I can give it to you, you can give me two back, and then I can do it again. So that was my goal. And so I did that. Uh, over the time I was in there, I kept books. I kept my, I, I was reading books. And what I'd done with the books was I, uh, I was reading business books. So I kept up every time we got our store. I, uh, I went through my comments. I went through my uh, inventory. I wrote them down just like uh, the books taught me to do it. I did my balance sheet. I did my everything that the books were telling me about business. I done the same thing there. I done everything that I was learning in the, in the books. And to get to where you can start a business with nothing and then you can have something, it takes principle. It doesn't take money. It takes principle. Mm. And if you can, say, for instance, you open up a checking account. You say, for instance, you're only getting $10 a week. And you open up two checking accounts. One is for your future. You could say this one is for an investment. You can call it whatever you want to. And then you have another one over here for whatever else you want to label. Label it uh, uh, emergency fund. You get $10. And you pay one of those your investment or your future fund. You give that two dollars, and you give your uh, 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 emergency fund two dollars, and you use the six. Now, what people will say is, I have to go. I, I need to get those two dollars. I need. I'm like, what if I need to go back and get them? It doesn't matter if you got to go back and get the two dollars. Pretty soon you'll go back and start getting. A, if you keep putting two dollars in, you'll go back and pretty soon you get a dollar seventy-five back out, and you have a quarter. Now I know I'm breaking it down to the to the small. No, no, no. This is good. This is this what I done. Yeah, no. This is what this is actually good because I want people to hear that you don't need a a thousand dollars to start something. You don't need ten thousand to start something. You just got to start somewhere. And I think that what you just gave an example from just starting really really small, you know, it. That's what people need to hear. They just got to start something. And, and it's like you're saying, you got to have the principle, right? You got to have the principle. And and I think I think you just nailed it right there, especially during this time. I know that some people who, who are wishing to start a business or trying to better understand on what other source of income to come in. And I think you you just nailed it. You just got to start with something small. And, and I'm glad you broke it down. So people can have some example on what they can be doing on their end. So, man, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of, of the steps that you took to change your life and stuff. And, uh, you know, the last thing that I want to talk about is, is uh, 
it's family, man. I, I know that now you have a cleaning business and you work with your kids. Uh, it's like a family business. Could, could you tell us a little bit of what it's like working together as a family and being a role model in your family as well? All right, so the whole thing with the cleaning business came from because I wanted to make a way for my children. Mm -hmm. uh, early on in the, in, in, the, in, in the conversation, I was saying that your passion is there. Mm -hmm. uh, we back to my passion because my passion, I wanted to be a father. I grew up without a father. I didn't know my father. He, 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 he was murdered, uh, you know, when I was a young uh, little boy. So I didn't know what a father was. So all I grew up wanting to be was that that I didn't know what was. Like I want, I wanted to be that that I was missing. And so I set out on a journey to be the best father that I can be. Like, I didn't even know what one was, but um, I started to, in my transformation, I started to study other men because I was around a lot of men, even though I wasn't a lot around a lot of men growing up. I was around a lot of men. And when you start to want to produce more good in the world, you start to see good in people. And when you start to see good in people, then you start to identify with that good in those people as in your, that's in yourself. So in a roundabout way, uh, God had me looking for, looking outside in a, in a nice way to find out what I had was inside, that what was inside. So if I see someone that was, uh, you know, was, was honorable with his word, I say, you know what, every time, every time he says something, he really comes through. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. And so I could congratulate him about that. And guess what? I can, when I congratulate him about doing that, I become that person because now I, I, I put that barrier away like, oh man. Uh, I, I took that 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 force down. And I start to I start to gravitate and, and take the good things from people, and so it started with my passion. Me wanting to be a great father, and so as I say in this time, when people should see what their passion is, there's something around you that makes you want that, that drives you, and then you use that and you and you multiply that to the people outside of you, and you keep doing it. Yeah. Um. So the reason that I start my cleaning business is because I wanted something that I could start when I, uh, I wanted to invest in something um, that way I can get, you know, a return back. And so I find that, that you know, you can get into a, a, a cleaning business and um, put some money down. So I worked on that as a goal. After my after my $1,000, I was working on, you know, trying to get into the cleaning business. Mm -hmm. uh, coming up with say, four or $5,000 to uh, invest so I would never have to turn that life around. I mean, never had to go back to the other lifestyle. And what came into my mind was that my son, which was like 14 at the time, he was growing up. And that's why I say your passion. So I wanted to have something that I can give him an opportunity, a job. Like, that was my driving force. I wanted to come out and be the father that I wanted to be. Even though I didn't know who that guy was, yep. I knew that I wanted to provide. I knew he needed to provide. Right? Yep. And so... When you say about family, family was the driving force for me to even have the business so I could have something to pass to him. So now he's 17, he's about to be 18, and he's working in my business, he's working in the business, he's doing well. At turn 18, I can say, here's, uh, here go, you, here's something for you, and I can go in and do something else. And so when you speak about family, it's about leaving a legacy. It's about starting something today so that they don't have to suffer And it starts with knowledge. It starts with educating yourself. Mm. It starts with allowing yourself to go through the dark place. It starts with allowing yourself to uh, 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 be grateful for the, for the situation that you're in. And then, as you become grateful, 
you can open up other, uh, uh, I don't want to say portals, but you can open up other, other avenues doors. for you to see yeah. Other life doors. happening. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you're right, you're right. Man, man, you, you, you're just inspiring me right now. I'm about to like jump off this chair and go do something else, <laughs> even though I have a lot on my plate right now. <laughs> hey, um, you know, man, I'm I'm super proud of you. I, I know you and I we've we've known each other. Gosh, dang, almost a year now. Um, and you know we, we we're still learning from each other. We're growing and stuff. And um, you know, man, I believe it or not, I look up to you as as a, as a fatherhood on 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 what you're bringing for your family and what you're doing with your kids. Um, and I know I know it hasn't been you know easy because there's no such thing as easy in life you got to go through hurdles and stuff so i'm sure you had some help along the way i mean i know you, i know you you like to read i know you you know you listen to you know podcasts audios youtube all that but um but i also know that you you've got some mentorship i know you got some coaching i know you've been to a little seminar how are those events benefit and would you recommend other people even starting off just having like an accountability partner if they can afford like a coach or something like that now all of that is good and i agree with everything you said yes i have been there mm-hmm. but i'm I, 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 and all of those all of those is great and yes you you get to a coach you, you work up to that you get to a, a mentor, you go to seminars, yeah, you work up to that. But um, also, also, it's about, um, what about the people? The reason, oh, here's where, this is where I was going with it. You work up to that, because when you said I like to read, mm-hmm. when you, you said I like to read, I didn't like to read when I first started to read. Mm. Like, 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 to actually get knowledge, you, you have to, you, you should read and, and listen to audio books and, and things of that nature. But what about, to get there is fine. Like the people that's on their road, yes, go get you a mentor. Yes, go get you a, a coach. You, you you on the road when you get your money, go do that. But what about like in the dark place? In a dark place, you don't even think the coach is necessary because you you don't even want to read. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? In a dark place, some mm-hmm. people they they they, they, they well, how can you read in a time when then that, that you have so much turmoil going on around? Mm-hmm. So yes, I do agree with getting a coach. Yes, I do agree with getting a mentorship. Yes, I do agree with going to uh, seminars. I do that. But when you said that I like to read, I would like to I'd like to expound on that a little bit because I did not like to. But what I did was I did not like to read, but I do like to read now because I was reading something that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I like to read. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like like like. There's so many people out there that want to start something right now. And they're like, I don't like to read. I don't like to read. Oh, I didn't either. But <laughs> you do like to read. You just want to read something that you're interested, interested. in. Interested, yep. And as you start to read something that you're interested in, you start to get uh, familiar. You start to learn new knowledge. Then you start to get up and moving up the ladder to getting um, watching YouTube and going to uh, 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 seminars and getting coaching. But a lot of people right now that's in the dark place, if they could just, if they could, if they could pick up a book or, or turn on YouTube, like if I had YouTube, man, I had to read all the books, bro. <laughs> I had to read the books, which was cool. I had a highlighter. I had a highlighter. I had a ruler and I had a pencil so I could underline something and highlight stuff. So I, and I wrote in the book. I was in my book changing. When they said you, 
I make it personal because, see, I'm a bad about action. I say, wishing ain't doing enough. So when it says you, I will put a line through it and say, I. So if I read it, if it said when you do something, I would change it. When I read it, I say, when I go do this. I made the book personal. So it's a lot of things that people do to change their mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So definitely coaching is necessary because things like I just told you, people wouldn't even know, oh, that makes sense to change the you to I. And make it personal. That way, when I read that line, it impacts my subconscious more than it would if I put it out as you. Yeah. So, so people wouldn't understand that without having coaching or a mentorship. But I would like to say that, yo, I'm with everybody else, man. I didn't like to read, but uh. No, you and me both. To be honest with you, I hated books like for about four or five years because growing up, I I shared with you a little bit how. I was always about books, books, books. You have to study to make a living. And I just got burned out with books. Like for four or five years, I didn't want to touch a book. I didn't want to see a book. I didn't even want to hear the word books. Like I hated it. And then and then when I went into my dark place, all I had was books. And I had to like rethink that, right? But, you know, there's certain things that we don't like to do. We just got to, to have the proper mindset to where let's let's just start slow right let's just start can we can we read one page today or maybe a paragraph today right uh so it's kind of interesting that we <laughs> we both read books now we both do seminars we, we we get coaching and stuff but we didn't like to read uh and and for those of you listening out there it's okay you're not alone we all have something that we like to do something we love to do and something we just don't like to do <laughs> but we got to use our resources. So, hey, William, I want to thank you so much for being on this call today. I know you're, you're super busy and uh, it really means a lot to me and also to the people who are listening to know that even during these hard times, like this is the best time where we could find the light for whatever we want to do moving forward to creating that vision. And, and I really like the fact that you say that this is also the time where you, you should be thankful, be grateful for what you have and and the thing that really strikes me is that you know it's like this is the time where we get to create new relationship too uh we get to patch up old relationship we get to create something new um and and you know i've heard this a lot too this is the time where we we reset ourselves and really focus on on what we want to do and you know i really like the fact that you you gave examples of starting small starting somewhere and then building it up to to where you are right now and i know you got a whole ways to go and and i'm looking forward to see your growth as we move forward with our relationship as well but uh, for those of you listening right now it doesn't matter where you are right now if you want something you have that vision you have that why that driving force you know start somewhere you still have internet you still have youtube you still have uh artists of of like audiobooks if you don't like to read maybe you like to listen there's audiobooks and there's just so many different ways that we could you know polish ourselves I, I was just on a facebook live with my coach jt fox and say this is the time for you to sharpen your axe um and to be honest whether you are wealthy or whether you don't have enough money right now the most important thing is number one your mental health make sure you're a positive mindset make sure that you are with someone that you can reach out to, ask for guidance, ask for advice. If you're feeling down, 
reach out to the person that you trust. And for those of you who are being trusted, you know, make sure you use this time to become a good listener. Uh, maybe they don't want to hear a solution right now. This is the time that you become a good listener. So, um, William, any last words before we get off here? Yeah, I heard you told them, you said, you said, do it. Uh, I, I, I say the same thing that you say. I tell them, I, I say, those that don't do, don't do it. Don't do nothing and see what, what happens to you. Like, 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 when I said earlier that you have a choice, you have a choice. Like, everybody has a choice. You can do it. Like, like everybody knows we should do something. I challenge you to say, don't do nothing. Like, don't do nothing. Where, where, where would that end up? Like, why would, if you don't like the situation that you're in mm-hmm. or that you're going through, and I'm, I'm about to get off with this one. I would like to say, there's so many people out here that hate waking up in the morning going to their job. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a passion. I don't, I don't want to, I don't, my cleaning company is not something that I, that's not that I'm going to do forever, but I, I have a passion inside of helping people. So offering jobs, I'm cool with what I'm doing because I'm offering jobs and helping people. So I, that's, I'm great with that. Yeah. But there's so many people that get up and go to their nine to five and they hate it. And so now they have time to be at home to uh to study. And if they do something, when they go back to that nine to five, you could possibly have a plan to get out that nine to five in nine months, six to nine months. You know what? I, I you know what I was home for these two weeks and I uh, three weeks or whatever and I studied this, I got this in place, I got this information. And I got a plan. And when I get back to this job, they'll never do me like that again. I'm going to set myself up. So in six months, I'm up out of here. I'm, I'm up on my own thing. Or you have the people that's not going to do nothing and go back and complain the whole time. Yep. So either you can do something and change it, or don't do nothing and go back to the same. Yeah. I wasn't going back to the same. And I want to I wanna add on that too, you know. You know, entrepreneurship is is not for everyone. Just like a nine to five job is not for for everyone. If you're in a nine to five job and you don't like it because maybe you don't like the results you're in now, now is the best time to study, learn your craft, learn your company's product, service, whatever it is. So when you get back to work, you can go freaking crush it. And who knows? Maybe a big bonus is waiting for you just because you took advantage of this time. I mean, that's what I did when I was working at corporate. When I was sick and I couldn't go into work, I didn't just lay in bed. I studied so that when I get back, I want to be the number one rep on the team. So if 9 to 5 is for you, then go become the best version of yourself and the best leader you can be for the team and crush it. And all you could do, like what William said, don't do nothing. (laughs) So... Anyways, we're ending as that. William, once again, thank you so much for hopping on here. And uh, we'll stay in touch. And uh, we got a lot more for us to grow and, and, and build our partnership as well. So have a good day, William. We'll chat soon, okay? Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me, uh, I, I'd like to say, to get in touch with me, you um, get in touch with me. I'm on Facebook. It's William Wade. I have a YouTube channel, William Wade, where I talk about cleaning right now. And I'm, I'm uh, I, let's see, um, Instagram is Mr. Wade three three seven, and I have wishing ain't doing enough on Instagram as well. Uh, just to keep in touch, you know, just to see how my journey is, see what's going along, get inspired, uh, or whatever, man. You know, that, that's what I that's what I live to do and make people laugh better. So I'm out. All right, well, thank you so much. And uh, for those of you who want to hop on my podcast and share your story, please reach out to me. You can email me at info at gomezbpcoaching.com. 
or you can also reach out through Facebook. All right, everyone, have a great day. Make something good today. Don't sit there and do nothing, or William will come get you. <laughs> All right, see you. Wishing ain't doing enough, man. Wishing ain't doing enough. Do something. All right, man. Talk to you later.